you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm biased towards Eli, so I'm like, okay. And I've been in the meeting room with him. I understand what he means to that football team. you know. But, man, the guy is just – he's the smartest player I've ever been around. He's a, he's absolutely flatline when it comes the to the smartest coach. football player ever. you've ever been around. Ever. Wow. Challenge will just I mean, you think you know offense, you think you know the game, and you're sitting there with him and he'll come up with something that he sees on the same film you're watching, and you just I I didn't even see it. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Boy, a lot of genuflecting going on in Studio 66 where Big Blue is concerned. There you just heard the voice of one-time New York Giants QB backup to Eli Manning. David Carr, one of our very favorites. I encourage you, nay demand, you go back and listen to that whole uh, episode because it was dandy stuff through and through. Coming up on this episode, Travis Kelsey, tight end perhaps. According to many, now he has usurped Rob Gronkowski and is now the mythical best tight end in all of pro football. So we're going to talk with him, the QB change. We did that one a little while ago, but uh, still relevant. Want you to hear that before things kick off uh, for the Patrick Mahomes era in Kansas City. And uh, you know what? I want to talk a little bit of tailgating here. Who better to do that with than the man seated to my immediate left? His jersey from the Cleveland Browns hangs for all of time in the digital wall of fame. He also spent a little bit of time with Eli Manning and as a result wears a ring on his finger from that association. Another of our favorites. I say that a lot, but I mean it. You got Shout a lot of era. You got a lot of favorites, but so what? Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I, I love the intro. Uh, that's a great little intro to you. Um, and yeah, thanks again for the jersey with the, sure. with the mustard. It on. came with mustard. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, it actually it looks like I went paintballing. 
That's kind of what it looks like. It looks like like I got shot three. Yeah, make sure you look at uh, the segments uh, NFL.com slash DDFP to see what uh, O'Hare is talking about. The moving, the very moving ceremony that uh, also we gave to uh, your to another Browns legend. I saw Willie Willie McGinnis. Yeah, Yeah, pretty pretty touching stuff. He was very moved. I like that. You know what? If I can pat ourselves on the back a little bit instead of it being about let's tip our cap to all the people who helped us along the way. Our our move is to call out all the people that didn't believe in you, and yeah. uh, you did a great job with it. I don't I don't think your show would be is long enough because I was undrafted, um, you know, moved moved from teams uh, differently uh, than, than than the reasons why Willie moved. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I I like that you kind of you know maneuvered that and mm-hmm. made a little one. Well, you're welcome. And yeah, thank it, you. Long story yeah. short, yeah. but uh you know we can if you want to as a matter of fact you want to jump in talk a little Scarlet Knights there. We started just before we started spinning, the name Leonte Carew came up. Snuck that in there. Off the uh off the lips of With uh, no Jarvis Landry in Miami, uh-huh. Leonte Carew could end up having a good year. I just uh, Albert Wilson, Danny Amendola, those are their pass catching newcomers. I'm Kenny not Kenny Stills, Mike, Mike Gasicki. Gasicki, though. Here's the thing: I had a chance to talk to Adam Gase a couple of times uh, last year in this offseason. He said he was so tired of babysitting. He's like, I just want to coach football. Meaning what? That's calling out Jarvis Landry or Indomitian Sue babysitting or? the team. I mean, think about what they went through, in Miami. Like it. I mean, they're they're starting linebacker Lawrence Timmons. Doesn't show up. Goes AWOL. He has to suspend him. Then they kick him off the team. Then he comes back. You know, I mean, you had the O-line coach, you know, all those, those shenanigans. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. I mean, Jay Ajayi was complaining about his carry, so they trade him to Philly. Jarvis Landry was, you know, I mean, it's just the locker room, was, it was just fragmented. And I could just tell that it was, you know what, like when you're a head coach, you miss the X's and O's and you miss coaching the players a lot of times you end up putting out fires. And that's what he kind of felt like. It was just, man, he was just a full-time babysitter. And you look at the purge of players. To me, I, when I saw that, I said, okay, they're bringing in different guys. Frank Gore, total pro. You know, they're, they're, they're bringing in guys that aren't bringing in baggage and they're not bringing in drama. That's I hear you on that. And, and we talked about it just a week ago. We talked about the Dolphins a little bit. And Daniel Jeremiah, I've talked with him. I'll name drop uh, scout extraordinaire here at NFL. And uh, he kind of agrees. I think it's easy from the outside to say, well, they lost in Dominican Sue, the mythical another not, not, guy. Not a big loss. Well, right for at least at least the way he you was performing what? there. I would take Robert Quinn any day of the week over Indomitian. Ooh, that's uh... I, and Indomitian is a very good player. It's just two different players. Indomitian is if you need a defensive lineman that's going to occupy blockers and take on the double teams because you've got stud linebackers and you just want them to run. He's he's your guy. But Indomitian is not he's not a, a natural pass rusher. Mm-hmm. He can't, he struggles to get off blocks. He's super strong, but he doesn't have that that quick flip of the hip that Aaron Donald has. Robert Quinn is much more of a, a pass rushing threat, and I would and I would much rather have him on third down. It's a great point because Robert Quinn in the What Have You Done For Me Lately League hasn't done a whole lot in a couple of years, but at his best with the Rams, he was dynamite. Yeah, there was a time I think he was leading the league in sacks. Um, Yeah, he just hasn't been physically right for a little while. Just just couldn't couldn't stay on the field. But, yes, I'm with you. So, Indomitian Sue, Jarvis Landry, those are name brands, but and and like you say, Jay Ajayi, but moving those guys on may not end up being uh, a bad thing for the Dolphins because I do believe, you know, before, 
before um, before the 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 new buzz with uh, L.A. and what's going on with the Rams and everything. Dover, yeah, Adam Gase was the guy. He was the he was the yeah. brilliant offensive mind, and it did seem like he that, that the people who said that were onto something because they made a people have completely forgotten that that team went to the playoffs two years ago. Yeah, he and he, you know, they were calling him the quarterback whisperer, and, and when he came to Miami, Ryan Tannehill had one of his best years ever, mm-hmm. and of course he got hurt, and then he plucks Jay Cutler out, out of the Fox booth and you know, Cutler shows up and says, I don't need to be in shape to play quarterback. Well, how, how'd that all work out for everybody? I'd love to know. This, uh, did you ask him that, Gase? It, you, you can do it all over again. Do you want Cuddy coming in here? I think if he had to do all over again, he wouldn't have brought Cutler. Oh, yeah? I mean, I guess uh, I mean, I, look, it was I a middling it, season at best. But so. it's like, listen, hey, you know, you're, you're drowning out at sea. You don't have a lot of options. And it's like, who, who can I bring in? Because I need to try to find a way to win games. And I think just that locker room mixed with Jay Cutler coming in under the gun. You know, had Jay been there in the whole spring, maybe it's a little bit of a different relationship with the team. But I just – I don't think it worked out on or off the field. O'Hara, you, uh, you're looking svelte, if I may say so. Well, you're, thank you. You're really uh, thinning thank down. You. I'm on I, the slim, slow diet. Are Some you? people do slim fast. I uh-huh. go slim slow. Well, I need something because I know – I listen, I can see your eyes oh, looking me up and down, but not in a good way. <laughs> You well, see what I see in the mirror. I've I've gotten heavy set. You're 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 going uh, Johnny Cash on me. You're going all black. It's what what yeah. choice do I have? It's trying, the only way to spare myself yeah. a little bit of dignity. You're here. trying to walk that line, and it's like 90 degrees out. You're wearing it's a it's a linen shirt. Is that sir. gum? I thought you had a pack of Marlboro Reds in your, in your pocket. Right? <laughs> that might out. be my new thing. A couple of snipes. You know, can we do that? Are we allowed to do that on the podcast? Wouldn't that we be? Should, a... We should have a smoking podcast episode. Just see Whoa. see how many smoke cigarettes you could smoke in in one episode. Just burn. And nails, oh, talking ball, just old school. Yeah. So it f- reminds me of a funny, funny little story. So when I when I come to the Browns in 2000, you know they they came back in '99, but they redid the stadium; it's all brand new. They left in the locker room one of the old school lockers. So we used to all kind of go over there and just kind of take a look at it because it was kind of cool. Like hey, they kept something from the old locker room, and when you looked in there, every locker had an ashtray. Whoa, I Each love Each locker. It. So, like, think about it. These guys coming in at halftime, and it's like, hey, not like drink up, guys. Who's got a gear? It's like, hey, let me get a smoke. You got a smoke? Nothing better. I mean, like, that- they're, they're so like you come in, the entire team's smoking a cigarette at halftime, and we're talking about, all right, listen, guys, we're going to go no huddle in two minutes and really try to gas them in the second top half. Five, top five sports photograph ever is Lenny yeah. Dawson at halftime of uh, the of Super Bowl One burning a nail. Yeah. I mean, how many how many other jerseys <laughs> instead of mustard stains? How many jerseys had ash burns? On, oh, I love uh, it! On, I love it! Yeah, that's uh, that is uh, one of my favorite things. We talked to David Carr earlier in the week about how training camp has changed for the better and for the worse uh, for you guys. You've been making the rounds yourself. You went to yeah. the Eagles. You went to the to the Bills. Yeah. And you know what? Now I'm going to put you on the spot here. I want to talk about a number of things here. I wanna, Can I just say one? thing? Yes, you may. Uh, I don't really call it training camp anymore. I call it summer camp. This is what Carr was talking about too. I call it summer camp. These guys, uh, old curmudgeon. You walked. Know. You went to training camp backwards in the snow. Well, no, but we at least practiced. We put the pads on twice in one day, and that, and that I think you've got to do that. You got to get your body conditioned. Why? Come on, you don't have to. You do. You got. And here's why: the preseason games are going to start tonight, mm-hmm. right? Watch how many guys tap out, and how many guys get hurt in preseason games now. And it's because they're not ready. They're not used to going full go. They have their body's not conditioned hmm. for the collisions. You you can condition all you want for running and change direction to all that. It, it this is not a contact sport. This is a collision sport. 
the only way to get your body ready for collisions is to practice them and to, and to have them in practice. Now, I'm all for the player safety and let's not use our heads, but your shoulders and the way that you do it. Look, this helmet rule, the reason why it's such a disaster already and why it's going to be a disaster this entire preseason is because for a lot of these guys, this preseason game is the first time they've gone live, all training camp. I buy that. And by the way, quick side note, Sean O'Hara, we are talking the day before, but as you listen to this, the earliest you could be listening to this is a couple hours in front of the Giants and Browns kickoff. You're on the broadcast. I love it, Sean O'Hara. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Bob it's Papa, one of my favorites, one of the great guys. Papa's you know, awesome. I mean, what really? Do you know yeah. that this guy? I'm a vain person, so you would think that I would uh, react positively to this. But when the Super Bowl was in New Orleans a number of years ago, yeah, I met Bob Papa. I met him for 15 minutes once. Kibitzed with him for a while, had a nice conversation. Lovely man, and didn't see him for another 18 to two, 18 months to two years. In New Orleans, all the good food places, the good ones for lunch, they have line out the door. There's the, uh, a sea of humanity wrapped around this restaurant. And I walk by and I, and I see at a distance, oh, there's Bob Papa, voice of uh, the New York Giants. And I kind of make eye contact with him. He walks out of the line. He goes, hey, Dave, good to see you again. How have you been? How's everybody doing? That move is just, I mean, I, yeah. I can't believe that. He doesn't have to do that. He could look right through me and pretend he doesn't even see me. Instead, knows my name, comes over, says hello to me. How nice. What a de- pa- rare awesome. decency. Yeah, he's he's the man. Uh, I think he's got vampire blood, too, because I, I don't think he sleeps. He's a machine. I mean, he's doing Golf Channel. He's doing, you know, he's got the Giants stuff. Uh, he does serious radio five days a week. Uh, he's, the Giants. He's like, can you do an impression machine. of him? He's got a very particular kind uh, of voice. Yeah, he does. It's it's hard to kind of do his voice. The Giant. Oh, Dal Beckham. But, but here's one of the things that, that I love. Is that good spaghetti? You're a Giants guy. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not too bad. One of the things I love about Papa is he's he's old school, but he's transitioned, and he keeps up. I mean, the social media stuff, he's all over it. But he does something that's really cool. You know, he does the radio with Carl Banks, and, and Carl's awesome. Carl's done a great job off the field as well. Um, he owns the G3 clothing line, and they just they just hmm. bought the starter line as well. So uh, he's doing some great stuff. But, but Bob Papa always describes the uniforms. And it's always really cool. Like he'll say, you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars are wearing the teal uniforms with black numbers with gold trim. You know, like that's kind of one of his things that he's taken from the old school play-by-play guys. And it's just kind of neat to kind of see him. I completely agree with you Passing that. that torch. You know, Difference between it. radio play-by-play and TV play-by-play is uh, is yeah. a gigantic one. Yeah. Yes, of course. Those descriptions are, I mean, this is my earliest memories of being a sports fan are, uh, you know, after after hours. And, you know, I'm Mike Lang, the voice of the Pittsburgh Penguins, I used to listen. When they'd be out on the uh, West Coast, he would say, at the stroke of midnight, I'd be listening on my radio, uh, you know, and I was supposed to be asleep and he would say all right now everybody turn the radio down don't let your mom and dad hear you're listening because you're officially at the stroke of midnight a night owl <laughs> and he would do that and you'd be like he's talking to me he yeah. knows exactly who else could he be talking to yeah nobody else is listening. who else is listening to the penguins play the vancouver canucks right now somebody on the west coast anyway yes those are uh th- th- those kind of guys define or they can turn you into uh, – they can accelerate your sports fandom um, at minimum if you have those iconic play-by-play guys. Yeah, yeah. Papa, a lovely yeah. man. He's to awesome. Boot. Now, what do you think? I'm all over the place with things I want to talk Sh- to you about. Shocker. All right. Well, so what? That's the way I do. I, 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 I'm, That's why I love it because I, I love that they burn trees or they kill trees with this, knowing that he, there's, he's got no shot. Like if he gets one or two out of these bullet points, you're proud, right? 
burn trees, he says. The, the uh, What do you think about – I think we've talked about this, but do the Browns – you're a Browns and Giants guy, so it's the O'Hara Bowl um, in yes. this in this uh, matchup here. Yeah. Um, do – will the Browns rue their first overall draft pick? And if they do, it will be because of not taking blank. You follow me? Let's see if I can clean that sentence up. Browns, Giants, five years from now, will they look back and say, you know what, we had the first overall pick, and instead of taking Baker Mayfield, we should have taken blank? I mean, I think the only other quarterback that that a lot of people had – They didn't have to take any QB. Well, Sam Darnold, but I I really like Josh Allen. Uh, I think he's phenomenal. Really? I think he's so athletic, but – but but the the key is everybody has announced that he is a bust already. This is getting who, this Josh is, Allen. Yes, a lot of people have because they saw a couple of clips of him rolling out trying to dump off uh, a a pass five yards in front of him and he sailed it. And this equals him being yeah. inaccurate and well, a bust. That's the problem with pe- people are keeping tally and stats on practice stuff. I think that's well, weird. I, like Eli's first pass when he got drafted, I think it hit a porta potty. <laughs> I mean, it was so bad, you know. And I they were t- they talked about it for weeks. Like, oh man, his first pass was brutal. But you, you can't worry about all that stuff. I, I think Josh Allen's he, he's much more athletic than people are giving him credit for. His arm is so live, and I think he's more accurate than people think. Mm. Um, his his offense in college, I think there there were a lot of reasons why he didn't have the completion percentage and the accuracy. Ton of drop balls up there as well. But uh, but Baker Mayfield, I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're going to wish that they draft anybody else. I think he's going to be okay. Hmm. Baker Mayfield, I talked to a, a number of people that said that his football IQ was higher than any of these other quarterbacks. Sam Darnold's really smart, and they really like the way that he plays and handles everything. But Baker Mayfield, his recall, that to me is always what differentiates good quarterbacks from great quarterbacks. And one little trick that I do, watch a post-game press conference. When you watch one of Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Eli, some of the greats, they can rattle off a throw in the second quarter. Yeah, you know what? Less than in the first half, you know, they had him in cover two, and I had a shot, a deep, deep shot. I wish I could have thrown a better ball there. We probably would have had a touchdown there. Um, you know, there was another third down. I think it was, you know, third and one. You know, in the third quarter, you know, we, we missed a hot side adjust and, you know, could have had a big play there. They can rattle off. You know, else like is that. like that Tony Romo. Was one of those guys. Yeah, perfect example. Those, that's what makes great quarterbacks because now all of a sudden you don't have to retrain them. You can pull stuff in from, hey, man, we put this in week five. You know, I know I know it's not in the game plan right now, but we can go back to it because we're seeing something. That's next-level thinking. And with when you have quarterbacks that can do that, now when you're putting in an offense, you're not just saying, hey, here are the runs we're going to run and here are the passes and we're just doing it just for, you know, S's and giggles. Mm-hmm. No, they say, listen, this is what we ran against this defensive coordinator. And every every quarterback will say, every great quarterback, they know defensive coordinators, they know what they like to do, they know their tendencies, they know what coverages they like, they know how they like they play they play cover two just like this other defense, but these safeties are taught to play differently or their alignment is different. They they recognize all those nuances. Baker Mayfield has that football IQ. And I keep that's why the Browns I keep hearing that and I don't know if I just I, I think it really is me on a gut level. I didn't I, I'm I you know listen I'm not getting up on Mount Pius to denigrate the guy for grabbing his business in a game and a hot there's just something about I don't like there's something about him that says obnoxious frat dude to me. 
And I, I just think on a gut level, that's re- I haven't. That's vi- redundant. Yeah. Well, I well, listen. I haven't vibed to. I haven't vibed to that. And as and so now, I I guess I'll defer. I shouldn't weigh in on him. I the guy I love. I keep saying it is uh, is Josh Rosen. That's that's the one to me from this class. I have a good track record of calling which QBs are going to be the best in class. Okay, interesting because there are some people that say that he's in a different kind of fraternity of. Uh, what was the word you used? I don't know. I have no idea what fraternity he's in. Obnoxious fraternity? Is that what you said? Now, here's what happened, and I know this. And I've talked to Maurice Jones-Drew, and he's a UCLA guy as well. So maybe he's biased, but on the other hand, the glass half full way of saying that is he's got insights to what Josh Rosen's college experience was yeah. that others don't have. And the thing, here's what happened. His teammates all like him. It's the coaches that don't love him because he pushes back at them. Maybe it's just his age, though, because doesn't Peyton didn't Peyton Manning push back at his coaches, right? I mean, uh, surely Tom Brady says I disagree. Maybe it's just because he's a twenty-year-old that they say, "Who are you?" To I'm Jim Moore. Don't you know who I am? My old man did the whole uh, playoffs thing. Like, uh, I I know what football's all about. Who are you to tell me what 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 we should be doing? It's okay to push back. It's just like it's okay to disagree with your wife, but there's a way to do it. There's a way to do it so you're not eating McDonald's every night for for dinner. All right. Well, we'll uh, see. We'll see. Yeah. Because I, I'm I'm putting it down. I, in listen, stuff. I, I don't I don't I don't buy I don't always buy the good or the bad that I hear about kids coming out, especially when it's like when it's college kids. College kids do dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, we we streak the quad for for a pair of Nikes. You know, like you, you do dumb stuff when you're in college. <laughs> And, You're making it like everybody did that. Yeah, I mean Frank the Tank right. did it. Like who didn't? Okay, you know I, I think and and for oh, Josh hair Rosen, running nude around uh, Rutgers. I don't know a lot of Look out New Jersey. Yeah, I mean they're spending a lot of time with the grease trucks and eating fat cats <laughs> at Rutgers. Things I shouldn't have done, but. Um, you know, when you look at Josh Rosen, there, there were things that he did that I think he was still paying for years later. Which, in social with social media now, I mean people can they can drag stuff out of out of the closet from years ago. But I think he, I think he understands that now, and he's trying to he's trying to fix it. So uh, I'm I'm going to reserve judgment. You always hear about I, and I, I'm with you completely. I would think if you're a head coach, if you're an OC, what you want is a fully engaged quarterback. There might be a bunch of flakes on the team, on your in your unit, but as long as the quarterback fully gets what you're trying to do, understands it, and is going to impart that to his teammates, I can see why you would want Tom Brady. Peyton Manning, but also, I also love the gunslinger. I like Ben Roethlisberger, Cam Newton. I don't think those would be – you would yeah. list that as one of their chief attributes. Well, the, the one thing that you that you mentioned about Josh Rosen is you said his teammates love him. I, I did not hear a ton of teammates coming out in support of that and saying, hey, man, we love the guy. Like, he's awesome. Baker Mayfield, his teammates his teammates love him. Like they want to, they want to play with them. They want to hang with them. Like, they- but can you say that if you're, a, but but if you're a player at UCLA, you can't really go against the coaches because the coaches will hear it, and then I'm it's talking gonna... about after he left. All right, after I'm he the- left, I didn't hear anything about man. Hey, man, he is awesome, dude. This is this is total. You know, we don't know where it's coming from. Didn't hear any of that. Um, and the one thing that that I that I heard a little bit about, which as a quarterback is a no no, and I've heard of a number of couple of quarterbacks doing this early on. You can never do this. Hmm. You can never point. He's wagging a finger. You can never. You can never say, "Oh man, he dropped the pass," or "Oh man, what did he do? He could have done this better." And, and oh, Peyton does that. I, Peyton did that. But but Peyton did it after he earned it. You can't do it early on. And I know I've heard of a couple of quarterbacks that did it early on, and it was kind of like, "Oh, okay, he's that guy. Hmm. It's everybody else's fault. He didn't run the right route. It wasn't deep enough. Oh my, you know, the the field was wet. 
you know, it's just. I, I, I the, the face of disgust. And by the way, that's not just uh, that's not unique to the QBs. I love the DBs when there's some confusion in the secondary, and the guy catches the ball behind them and uh, is on his way for a touchdown. And while the guy's still on the field running for the end zone, the one DB is turning back to the other DB, like, "Hey, where yeah. were you, man? Yeah. Like, hey, thanks, helper. Yeah. <laughs> thanks yeah, for calling me out. Guy. Yeah, I didn't why are you? What what happened there? Yeah, yeah, don't do that. I'm with you. Yeah, it's don't a, be that guy. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, some AFC stuff. But first, we talked on that. We did a little food block. We love to get your food opinions. Two real quick here. Um, Best and worst ice cream flavor. Is there is there a bad ice cream flavor? Uh, You know what? I'll say pistachio. I I like pistachio nuts, uh but I don't like. I don't want pistachio. That's me with apples. I love apples. Apples are delicious. I don't like any, and they even taste obviously. Apple apple pie, apple sauce, apple juice, <clears throat> to all of it. You and yet like I it. love the apple. Yeah. I don't know why. The, okay. the texture is no good when you do that to it. But, yes, pistachios. I, like I didn't have a pistachio until I was 28 or 30, and then I finally tried one. A couple of months later, I tried pistachio ice cream. Delicious. Okay. It's an acquired taste. Um, I'll say rum raisin. That's a bummer. That's a yeah, bad one. I, 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 rum raisin, no good. Oh, that's a great one. No you good. know what's another not good one? That's a, one of the classics, Rocky Road. I like Rocky Road. That's got marshmallows yeah, in it, like, right? I, like I don't want a marshmallow. I don't understand what a marshmallow, like marshmallow ever contributed to any dessert. Why is that Why is that kissed into so many good, otherwise good desserts? You don't like s'mores? I like them fine. I don't know what the, I don't know what that thing's bring into the table. What do you do? Marshmallows the MVP of the s'more. Oh come on! It's a big. It may as well squirt some glue in there. That's all it does. It keeps it together. If you didn't have the marshmallow in there, it would just be a piece of chocolate and a dry graham cracker. Oh, that well now you have to denigrate the graham cracker, right? That's its role. The marshmallow is. I mean, that's what gives it the the binding agent. Um, I like the s'mores. Uh, I really I like the I like the Rocky Road. I like the um, cookie dough. Okay, that's a big fan of the cookie dough. Yeah. I tell you what else I've really grown to like too is the birthday cake flavored ice cream. Ah, okay. I, I like that a lot. I like um, to steal a bite or two from the kids. That's about all I need. I like the dulce de leche. Okay. Um, ben and Jerry's. I was just there with my kids. Um, had a. There was like a one like a late night with Jimmy like a Jimmy Fallon kind of themed mm. ice cream. I'm trying to think of what it was. They do a nice berry berry. Very berry. Very That's berry. Very good. good. They used to do Americone Dream. That's another good one. They used to do coconut cream pie, mm. and it tasted exactly like a piece of uh, coconut cream pie. Then just one day I went, gone, without explanation. Not since uh, I found out that Jolly Rancher discontinued making uh, peach-flavored uh, Jolly Ranchers. I didn't know that. Yeah, and wow. then and then I, I, I tweeted at so them, and it, they're like, don't worry about that, though, man, because grape is delicious. Grape! Grape is the worst flavor of them all. Grape tastes nothing. It's a uh, real grape should sue candy flavored grape stuff be, for for uh, for defamation of character because the grape candy flavor tastes nothing like an actual grape. Do you like apple Jolly Ranchers? I love the green apple. So you like the green apple. You just don't like applesauce and apple desserts, but you like apple candy. And I also don't like green apples, real green apples. I think it indicates that you have some self-esteem issues. I didn't know you were such a a, a 
an expert on the Jolly Ranchers, but I guess that explains when you drink Zima that that's why you know so much. Oh, I don't know. Jolly it's just some weird shot that you're trying to take. The dipping. I think we made we 22 made years into the past. To, I, I to think we crack on me. I think Come Zima on, came up on the last time I was I was on this. Well, then you must be so pleased that you um, could, could bring it back for another go. So let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Rita's Italian ice. Love it. Do you put that in ice cream category? Because no, but it's frozen ice with custard. Oh well, I I didn't know if you were if you were gonna do that. Yes, what you need to do is I I'm go not saying, all, I go all custard. I'm not suggesting it. I'm demanding it. Go to Rita's, whatever your flavor. Okay, fine. I say cherry. They do a black cherry that's very nice at Rita's co- ice. Co- cotton candy. Uh, a little fan. too sweet or something for me. But I but I like the cherry. Okay, whatever you like. Then say, give me the vanilla custard. Do me a favor. Go the extra mile. Whip it all together like a shake. Now you've stamped your ticket to cloud nine, and I'll I'll take your thanks when you return to planet Earth. I, I started going there and just getting the custard. Get, just give Did me you? the custard in eh, the cone, fine. like the soft serve. I'm I'm a I'm I'm a fan of. They the say custard. you don't want to take those red dyes. Here's another food question from uh, from at Josh Wiles. He says, if I'm coming to the U.S. for the first time, which state produces the best food item and tailgate experience? Ooh. You've never tailgated, I'm guessing. Wow. Yeah. You know what? Not, I've not done a lot of, of football NFL players games. never get the chance. They're busy playing. Yeah. Um, hmm. Well, I'm kind of torn on this one. I feel like the Kansas City Chiefs, their home experience, like if you've never gone to an NFL Never game, been to Arrowhead. That, that would be an awesome first time. Like, I mean, just the fans are awesome. You've got the ribs going, the barbecue – that's going to be an unbelievable experience. Um, I think the Chiefs would probably be a, a good. That seems good like a great call. I, I I mean, I always hear Lambo. Lambo's good, but like you got to like brats. Mm-hmm. You know, you got. I mean, it. The food, Fortunately, I do. It's kind of good. I mean, when we would play the Eagles, we would always get cheesesteaks coming out of there, which was kind of cool. But, Is that true? Yeah, they would. What do you mean have, on the like, bus? Well, like before you got on the bus, you'd come out. You guys don't see your friends and family, and then they would have like a chow line, and you could go over there and you know make your own cheesesteak, or they would have some pre-made, and you bring them. That's what you bring on the bus to eat before you get on that's the plane. That's fun. Or actually for Philly, because we would bus home, so that's what you. That's what I was saying. Yeah, that was only ninety uh, minutes away. Bu- right? Buffalo, I think Buffalo is a good tailgating town. Plus, it really you, is, and they because you got to go through a couple tables. That's true, but fine. And the other thing is with uh, with Buffalo is that I love, and that's why I root for the Bills. If the Steelers can't win the Super Bowl. I would always say make the Bills win it. First of all, they've been through the anguish of four straight. I mean, that, yeah. to stick with them through all that, the heartbreak and all that would be would be horrendous. So they deserve it on that count. But also, they start tailgating on Fridays of home games. They start gathering in those lots thirty six yeah. hours before kickoff. What's better than that? I mean, I bl- I don't blame them. I mean, they're they're getting psyched up. They're getting ready to rock. Um, now, I will say this, and this is not just being a homer, but the Giants tailgates. I have been to a couple just. I've gone as like an appearance, you know, they, they bring some former players and they'll have me come down there. It is not, I almost call it, it's, it's not really like tailgating. It's like, it's like a catered affair at a, at a sporting event. Like some of the RVs and some of the spreads, I actually went to a tailgate one time that was spot that was, the food was prepared and made by Rayos, by the head chef Dino Gallo wow. at Rayos, and they came and they sponsored the, the the tailgate. Now you want to talk about a memorable tailgate? I mean, you, you're you're literally eating, you know, first class restaurant food at a football game, and I, seeing that spread and the RV that it was attached to was unbelievable. 
But that's, I, that's a whole nother level. I also time. think, well, see, yeah, but that's parking lot kind of stuff. That's, uh, you know, paint. That's like white collar tailgate. Seattle, Seattle, I mean, the stadium is beautiful. It's uh, There's good stuff around there. I would uh, submit that one. Also, when you're talking about the barbecue, I've said this many times before, don't sleep on Charlotte, North Carolina, because yes, those smokers Carolina. are going too. It's, yeah. it, for miles away, you yeah. smell those smoked meats coming yeah. at you, well, you know? Oh, it's 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 just heavenly. Um, I you know what? And on the college level, you're a Big Ten guy now. Yeah, well, I think Scarlet Knights would be a great tour, like just to tour let's around do it. All right, and just try to find some of the best, the best tailgating food, best options. If you want to do that, I'm in. That sounds good. I don't I don't know how we would, you know, do the Sunday and still be coherent enough to watch the game. But doesn't matter. Yeah, that doesn't F- matter. figure out logistics later. Yes. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're on a mission. You understand? Yeah. Can you just find some, what they all, they all, they all have TVs out. We'll just sit with some people that we meet at the tailgate and we'll watch the game along yeah, with as long them. as they can find some peach jolly ranchers. We'll be good. No, no one can find them. Sadly, it, I've told done. you that they no longer exist on the, the planet earth. Um, spaghetti. You have another Twitter question for you as we return to pro football talk. Yeah, we do. We could, uh, if you want to start getting, getting close to wrapping up, right? Okay. Because Sean has to get on the road here. But uh, James tweeted at you, uh, at Mr. JC77. He said, hypothetically, if Tom Brady suffered a season-ending injury week one, would the AFC East be the crummiest division in the history of the NFL football? Whoa, in the history of the NFL. Yeah, he said any of those teams <laughs> win the division at 7-9. Uh, and nine. Well, teams have already won the divi- their happened. divisions at 7-9. and Seattle nine. did it. Seattle did a few years ago, right? Who right. Else? That was the start of their yeah. of their uh, nice little run that they had there. Um, but what do you think? Are they? Let's just talk about 2018. Tom Brady is not available for the season. Is that the worst uh, collection of talent in any division, or the yeah. division that is the least talented? I, I think it. I think it's already the least competitive division. And if you take Tom Brady out of that equation, yeah, I mean, it, it like a rock, it just is sinking to the bottom of the pool. That Tom Brady has kept that division relevant and, and Bill Belichick for so long. Um, so, yeah, I think – I mean, look, Brian Hoyer could come in and probably win you. I, well, that's the question. What? Who wins the AFC East if Tom Brady decides – well, tomorrow he decides – you know what, not injury. I'm just, you know what, I don't feel like it this year. Who, who wins that division? I would say Miami. Ooh. I, I like the Jets, and, and look, Buffalo is, is building something special. I don't think Buffalo's there yet, but you've got to find a way to score points. I think the Miami Dolphins had the best opportunity to score points when you look at the division outside of, of the Patriots. I'm surprised. They, I, I, like, I, I, like, the, I like Frank Gore. I think he's got some, some good football left in him, so I think that's going to be a big pickup for them. I like – I know this is overly specific for me because, you know, I don't like to talk offensive line or certainly specific offensive linemen. But it seems to me like that's what the that Miami has a chance to do is run the ball this year. Fair or no? Yeah, they've invested in their offensive line. Uh, last year they had some injuries, but um, I think the offensive line will be a lot better. But I think Tannehill coming back, I think Tannehill is going to – I think he's going to have a good year. And I, I agree with that. I think people were always kind of on the fence with him. Man, is he good? Is he not good? And I feel like he had four coordinators in his first five years. And now I think, look, the game was taken away from him by injury. I think he's got a whole new appreciation for it. But he and Adam Gase have a pretty good relationship. And, and I think Adam Gase really likes the kid. So I think he's I think he's, he's primed for a good year if he can stay healthy. Um, what else did I have to ask O'Hara about there, Spaghetti, before we uh, move on here to Travis Kelsey? 
Anything else you you, you felt uh, that we had to get his way? It was nice that he gave you a compliment walking in. He liked your T-shirt. It says Saquon on it. Yeah, I hope I'm right. just, I hope I'm not jinxing the team. That's that's the only thing. No, well, show Harris already told you he's, I mean, he's they, destined yeah, I, for stardom. I know. I know. What, what did they win? Two games last year? Three games? Uh, three, three, three games. Yeah. I, I mean, you can't jinx a three and thirteen team. Really. That's true. We're at the bottom looking up. <laughs> oh, before you go, because I've been doing my, I've issued my my uh, sad um, half uh, half dozen teams that are definitely not going to the playoffs in yeah. twenty eighteen. Yeah. Headlined by your New York Giants. Yeah. I remember it, talking okay. about it. It was Giants. Have you come to your senses yet? No. Although you really did uh, almost turn me around on that. But I, can't, I have to be a man of some dignity and stand by my prediction. Mm-hmm. Can't have you talk me out of it. I mean. be embarrassing if you you're, did. You're, you're allowed to, no! to grow intellectually to grow. Like, it's okay to learn. I Well, you know what? I've done a lot of learning in the last uh, week or so, thanks to you and David Carr. Lindsey Rhodes made me like Frozen a little bit better than I did previously. I li- Frozen grows on you. Well, I didn't like. I I thought the parents are lousy. I want to. We'll talk about that at a later okay. date. But how are the parents lousy? Because they. I don't want to get into it. But because they sequester their girl, who they find out has magic powers, and their reaction is, "Oh, we better lock her away from everybody, including her little sister." But we're not going to tell the little sister why her big sister's locked away. Right. Just yeah, don't worry about it. You're just never seeing her again. Do you realize the setting in which all that happened? Because if they had. People had found out about the powers. They would have lynched her. They would have treated her like a witch. So they had. They were protecting her. If people found out about it, they would have tried to kill her. That's interesting. Another good point. Okay, fine. Yeah, you're right. They probably they were wouldn't. protecting. But why child. they couldn't tell the poor little girl, the poor little sister? Sorry, yeah, like your your sister cares about you. She just can't hang out with you. Well, because they had to keep the secret safe. Even her, they couldn't tell her. Because if they tell her, then all of a sudden now she gets abducted, and they yeah. try to find. You know, I mean, look. They, all right, your story checks. As out. A, as a, as a, once you once those kids come out, your number one goal is just to keep protect them at all times. I'm a I understand how parenting works. Yeah, Thank you. Um, just spaghetti. Not. Who all is it? It's the Giants, Colts, Browns, Bills, Seahawks. Seahawks. Uh, oh, Seahawks. Okay. Bears. Oh, Seahawks are definitely Bears. You're too early. Everybody's everybody's on board with the Bears. A season too early. And I remind all the cynics out there who say, "Who cares, Dave? What you say? Dave told you that the Eagles and the Jaguars were ready to rise one year ago, so you should listen to what I have to say." But that's a, that's me. I want to hear from Sean O'Hare. Go ahead now. A lot easier to 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 uh, express cynicism at someone else's. You tell me your six teams definitely not going to the playoffs this year, and then you may go. My six teams. Yes. Um, okay. Well, I'll agree with you on the Bucks. Oh yeah, and the Bucks. Did uh, I mention the Bucks? Yeah, I the Bucks. I remember them from your list. Right. Um, Jets. Hmm. Definitely not going. Okay. Um, Browns. Good. I'm glad you're on that. It's get there. It's getting a little silly with the the Browns enthusiasm. I'm gonna say. What are they gonna? They're I'm suddenly gonna, gonna win 12 games or something and I'm make the I'm playoffs. Gonna say, I'm gonna say the Bengals. Ooh. Um. Seattle's an interesting one. Seattle cannot go to the playoffs. I'm what do they have? What 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 is what is there to be enthused about outside I'm, of their quarterback? I'm gonna say Indianapolis. Okay. You need one more. Um, and I will go, 
Well, pick your – you know what? Keep it close to home. Give me an NFC East team. By definition, all four can't go. Even if you're overflowing with optimism for the division, one of those four can't make it. I mean, if I had to rank that division right now, I would put Dallas last. Ooh, behind the skins. I would put them behind the skins because I think the skins have more playmakers on defense. They've got they've got guys. Ryan Kerrigan's a, a sneaky mm-hmm. good pass rusher. Nobody ever talks about him. Um, so I mean Dallas, but th- this is a definite. The one thing that's, that that Dallas could sneak in there if they just say, "Look, we are going to run the ball forty five times. We got the best O line in the NFL, and Dak. All you got to do is you know be like Mark Sanchez. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be pretty good. I think they're going to be in the playoff chase uh, at minimum. So I'll. Uh, I want to say Chicago. There you go. See, see, Seattle is not a lock just because Russell Wilson. They have some nice linebackers there, but that defense is more or less decimated from what it was a couple of years ago. Russell Wilson's a legit stud. Doug Baldwin is very good, but then a lot of question marks. You don't know what the offensive line is going to be. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I think the NFC South could have three teams. Mm-hmm. I agree. A- with NFC that. West. NFC West is kind of tricky because as much as Jimmy Garoppolo made a, an impact in San Fran, go ahead and say the Niners. Their defense. But what about the really Cards too? You think the Cards are going? The cards are. I, I think the Cards are better than people are are giving them credit for. This is fun. This is interesting, but it's harder to They're, do. It's easy to say. Oh, I think that team's going to be good, but or bad. But it's hard to say which ones are definitely not going to the to so January. So here's why I'm going to say Chicago. Because that division, I mean, they got to play Minnesota twice. That defense is is so good. You got Aaron Rodgers, so he's going to steal a game from you. And I think the Detroit Lions are going to be a much that's, different team. That's Damashek's so, sleeper. Uh, NFC so, at minimum. Yeah. All right, there you have it. The great Sean O'Hare, everybody. Rutgers alum, Browns alum, Giants alum, current star here on the Dave Damashek football program as well as Total Access. And – all through the preseason, calling New York Giants action along with Bob Papa. Have fun doing that, fella. We appreciate the time. Oh, face pal. Bumps. All yeah. right. I, lo- I love the black. Thanks. Well, that's yeah. fun. Very, very slimming. I mean, I, I can feel what how you intend that to, to Jerry. Play. I know Jer- you mean that. To Johnny the- Cash and Jerry Glanville, that, they only wore black. That was it. Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I see you got got the yellow shirt underneath. The Cobra Dave Parker never looked better and more intimidating out in right field when he would be out there fielding the ball. Six foot five of them taking one of the the great hitters, if not the best hitter of his era, also with a cannon attached to his right shoulder, throwing fellas out at third base, throwing them out at home. The Cobra, he looked best when he wore that black jersey with the black pants underneath it. Oh, yeah. Anywho, let's now go uh, from, uh, from hot NFC East talk to some some AFC West talk along with number 87, Travis Kelsey. You're listening to David Damashek. A couple of notes for you as we jump in with that one. We recorded this one a while ago, and you'll hear some references to how far we're sitting from one another. That was uh, that was producer and uh, shooter extraordinaire Erica Tamposi's idea. She's seated behind the glass right now. Erica Tamposi. Did uh, you feel like your brainchild uh, pr- uh, proved to be uh, a powerful baby once born? Yeah, it, it took a while. It took a while to come to term 
Um, yeah. But here here we are. Yeah. And by the way, I wish to say that uh, Erica Tamposi behind the glass, Emma VP at the time of this recording, her favorite person off uh, wherever. I don't even know where. Tripping the light fantastic as we speak. Eddie Spaghetti has now departed. He's up in Seattle watching Pearl Jam Tamposi behind the glass. And, of course, on the mic, ASA Ampi along with uh, Emma VP on the broadcast. It's debuting. When or has it debuted? Not yet. We're we're about to release a trailer, which is which is great. Make sure you make, listen wherever you find your podcasts. Go out there and uh, be in on the with the hip crowd. Get ahead of it before it goes mainstream and everybody is jumping. And I knew about the broadcast way back when. Only you can claim that that is in fact true. Like you found this indie band if you start following. Uh, what is it at the broadcast podcast? It's at the broadcast IRL. That stands oh, for that's right. in real life. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm. IRL. Uh, uh, the Broadcast IRL on Twitter. Follow it. And like I say, find the uh, podcast upcoming. It will uh, it will delight you. As I keep saying about it, they, to me, are a 21st century version of Laverne and Shirley. Is that a fair uh, description? Uh, Yeah, I'd say so. You're brassy. You know, you're fearless. You know, you, you live life. You know, the, your friend Emma she is, is more, she, you know, she's more timid. You know, she's a little more, bit. she's very Shirley Feeney. She texted me today and actually I woke up to a text from her saying, how come you haven't made a video about me being gone on vacation for mm. a week? So there's See? a little animosity there. The human drama of these two goes on and on uh, with their little videos. And like I say, soon to be a full podcast. So make sure you track that one down. And uh, I suspect that uh, you will enjoy it greatly. And now, oh. One more thing. Well, we're promoting uh, other stuff. We may as well promote the uh, the Daves of Thunder program back now in full swing, about a dozen episodes in. And uh, make sure you're downloading that, again, wherever you find your podcast. David Feeney, not related to Shirley Feeney, Laverne's roommate. Anywho, enough of all the confusion here. Let's move along then to number 87, who a lot of people now are saying, as I said already, the best tight end, even past Rob Gronkowski. Let's talk to him now. All the changes in Kansas City, specifically at the guy under center. Let's hear what he thinks about Patrick Mahomes. And beyond, here he comes, Travis Kelsey, everybody. Look who has stumbled onto our stage. The finest tight end in all of pro football, number 87. It's Rob Gronkowski. Easy What's happening, man? Dave. What is, is my, am I on the Dan Levitard show? Which show am I on right now? I don't know what that is. because Just because two people have beards doesn't mean we're the same person, Rob. Just because we have the same number doesn't mean me and Robert are the same person either. I'm s- Dan it's Dave. Um, <laughs> let's just try again, then. Number eighty. So, can you? I, I'm I'm red in the face. How are we doing, everybody? Travis Kelsey with Old Spice. I'm here to represent the red collection of the top men's grooming brand in the country. I I, I listen. Like I said, I have egg on my face. Travis <laughs> Kelsey, eighty-seven. So with the Chiefs, I think we should keep this seat free in case Gronk does show up. Cause that'd be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. No. He. You can keep all the. All the guys over there that smell atrocious and the guys that smell delicious over here on this side, thanks to Old Spice Captain Antiperspirant Deodorant. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, maybe Alex Smith will come along too and he could be over yeah, there. Yeah, because Alex definitely smells. He's a nice smelling man. I've spoken with him very already. Very good. All right, Travis, then. Let's talk about it. You want to talk about smells and such. Let's talk about smells. What is 
your favorite. Give me like, give me your three favorite smells. My three favorite smells. I'll tell you what, that bakery that is around the corner here, I can smell it. I don't know where it is. That cinnamony one? Yeah. Those, Very nice. You I can agree. You can smell that anywhere. Those are, that's always a top favorite. Um, what's another delicious? I mean, food this, this, is always going to have the, this, like, the, steak the on perfume that my, that my lady wears. I don't know what she wears, but it is delightful, and it makes me smile every time. Maybe it's Old Spice. For women. If what is what would you say then let's I don't mean to take a dark turn but what would you say are the worst smells and we don't have to go scatological and yeah, talk about bodily I mean, uh, stuff but you know worst smells are always someone else's fart it's never your fart that's like you're like oh what did I just eat you know it's always someone else's I guess we could like, talk about bodily stuff too if you want to go that way yeah you know that's a bad smell you know what's an interesting one okay is um Ketchup smells really good when you have it on your plate and you're in the midst of some fries and a burger. Okay. But like six minutes after you're done, if that plate is still sitting there with the ketchup on it. Kind of hardens. It, it becomes the worst smell you ever smelled in your life. I've never noticed that. Try, check it out. You'll I'll notice it. It's going to make you that. crazy going it's, forward. <laughs> it's going to make me never want to eat ketchup again. What do you think is if you had to give up one of your five senses, which would it be? You got, let's see if we can run them off here. You got sight, you got smell, you got taste, you got hearing, you got, and you got feel. I would say I could live without smell. No smell, you know I what? I could live without smell. Then you wouldn't get to enjoy uh, the savory uh-huh. aroma of Old Spice, but, but is I it, hear you. It is a antiperspirant deodorant, so I will definitely feel clean and not sweat as much. What? <laughs> I'm with you. You can get rid of the smells because, like, I mean, I guess there would be a hazard in, like, if the house is on fire, yeah. you wouldn't know. Yeah. Until I mean, the that's, smoke that, that is hazardous. That would be bad, but I'm going to roll the dice and give up that because all because there are more bad smells than good. Uh, you sure? I, it's pretty close, but I wouldn't want to, I'd still want to be, I, I want to hear music and stuff. Definitely, you know? definitely want to hear and, and be able to see Taste is a big one for me. Taste? I mean, what taste would you do without taste? Taste is a big one taste? for me, yeah. Um, that would probably be on the, the second on the list to go, though. What is it like living in Kansas City, known for its delicious barbecue, being on what I assume is a elite athlete diet? Yeah, no, so um, it's, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, because the barbecue out there is the real deal. It's absolutely delicious, and I, I, I got a few of my favorite barbecue spots out there that I go – on uh, on routine almost every oh, every do? week. Oh, so you're like so. It's I like it, oh, whatever. I, I'll work it off. I'll in run practice. it off. Yeah, I'll run it off. Don't worry. Andy, Andy's gonna get it off me. Andy's <laughs> gonna make sure I get I get those miles. But uh, Andy's the one who's watching, yeah. Yeah, Andy, yeah. Because Andy, you should you would be surprised by Andy's diet. Andy's really? Andy's he's got he's he's mentally tough is what he is. He's, I thought <laughs> he's he stays away from the 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 top Italian joint. Up in uh, up in Kansas City, just for those reasons, and, and I I commend him for it because I can't stay away from it. I could see that being an issue though. That if you go into um, uh, like a barbecue house, like th- then it's mutually assured destruction. If you go in, if he's like, I better you guys better eat right, <laughs> and then you go to a barbecue house and like you go in and there's Andy Reid sitting at the table. It's like we can't won't, be a hypocrite, man. I won't tell on you if you don't tell on me. Is it like that? <laughs> 
No, I actually have never seen Andy at a barbecue spot. I don't. I don't even know if he enjoys it out there. That I haven't. Weird. I haven't asked him about the the barbecue out there. I've I've only seen him at the uh, Garozos. It's an Italian restaurant over on the uh, Little Italy part of Kansas City, which I absolutely love. And it was just a coincidence that after the year, you know, it, why not kick kick your feet up and enjoy life a little bit, Andy? How I that you know what I wouldn't be surprised if that emerges as some real breaking news. Andy Reid does not like to go and eat a barbie. Hold I can't. I didn't. It. I didn't say he doesn't like to. He just has. I the haven't will. seen it. Yeah, he has the will to, to stay away. Right. He's he's emotionally and mentally sturdy enough to deny it. <laughs> um, okay. So what about uh, you're a man with earrings? It's okay. a bold fashion stroke. Yeah. I feel in 2018 to go double studs. You know. Because I don't think that's the prevailing fashion of of our time. Do you? Okay. Do you not um, care? I yeah no. I'm always about you know feeling good with who I am, and mm. I, I I enjoy you know having uh, accessories and and being fashionable, and um and expressing myself in that regard. So without a doubt, all I, right. I just kind of enjoy it for for my own sake. What are you? What are? What's a fashion no no? The uh, the the buccaneers. What as because you get to wear by good fortune you mm-hmm. get to wear one of the one of the most handsome get-ups in all of pro football nay all of sport what the, which is the uniform you'd be like i would think about them as a free agent destination except i don't want to have to wear that uniform so they're out it would probably be i'm trying to think of all the teams so i don't mess it up i'm not a big i'm not a big bright purple guy Oh, interesting. So Not a Vikings. big, bright purple guy. I, th- I think it's the purple and yellow combination. You know, I, it's just it's it's not a go for me. I'm more of like a a green and yellow guy or like a red and yellow guy. You know, well, it's easier like, on the eyes. I like. Do you agree with me that the best look for the Chiefs is the red pants with the white jersey? Oh yeah, I do. I like that. I like that switch. I also like the all white. The all white is clean in Kansas City. It is clean, but next time you go up to Oakland, the best uniform matchup in all of pro football is the Chiefs on the road in the red pants at the Raiders. I can agree with that, and the hopefully you'll be wearing that thing in Vegas in a, in a few years. I was just going to ask you, what do you think about that? Are you I excited? think it's awesome. Yeah, without a doubt, I think it's awesome. Um, Vegas is uh, is obviously an entertaining city, or the Strip at least. And uh, to be honest, it's um it's gonna be fun just seeing how everything unfolds out there because they got quite quite a bit of characters over there in Oakland. Is it is, uh, you know as opposed to like MLB or uh, or NHL guys? When you go on the road, you have no time to actually get to the city. You know, like, is it a with in like New Orleans? Is that uh, the best destination in the NFL? I was, I would say, West Coast, like oh, San yeah. Diego, was awesome. That them going to LA, kind of like, uh, but then and it's LA, so you're like, eh, you know, it's LA. That's you still get the good weather. So, um, I would say there, Seattle is an awesome city. Yeah. I, I, like going up there is like going into a completely different country for me because I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, so I don't see all the hills and the and the lakes and everything. So that's that's that was awesome. Um, New Orleans, I don't know if New Orleans is a is a distance like everyone's enjoying that when they go and play in New Orleans. I don't I, know. I, I love the people just they dance in the streets and everything. It's probably and it's, very entertaining for sure. It really is. I, I, it's my favorite place I think to visit. Um, I forgot about. I'm not going to jive you. I, I I forgot about the Cleveland connection. I'm from oh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. Is it weird that you are in such close proximity to the Hall of Fame, 
and all that. But on the other side of the border is where you know six Lombardis live. Is that a, does that make a chip on your shoulder as a football guy growing up? I um I did grow up a Browns fan, but they sold the team in like the heart of like my all childhood. Right. Well, they didn't they didn't they they moved the team to Baltimore, and it it was uh so there were like three or four years there where I was. I was kind of just lost and wandering around from team to team, and um, I I fell in love with the bus, you know, really? Jerome Bettis, man. So I've always kind of had like, a, oh, nice, like it's a it's a awesome team over there, you know. And then I play them in real life, and I'm like, I want to murder them every single snap. They're your least favorite opponent. Without a doubt, yeah. Really? Well, them, well, and, them and the Patriots, know. them and the Patriots are probably top two. But you, uh, well, you took care of the Patriots. You, 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 you housed them, but good to start yeah. uh, the 2017 season, which was 27 and a half years ago, as it feels, right? <laughs> feels like, yeah, After, yeah, definitely, um, definitely one of my favorite moments was was pu- was putting the score up on uh, on the Patriots. But the, uh, I think I'm two and two against the Patriots since I've been in the league, and I'm, I'm only like one and three or how, one so and four against the Steelers. So, like, the Steelers would seem to have the Chiefs number. It just, you know, you give those numbers. Yeah, yeah they got, yeah. Do you guys talk about that? Like, you know, does that get in your head as a player? You're like, ah, who cares? It fuels that- you. It fuels you. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, you're not thinking about it out there like, ah, I got to get after these guys. No, I mean, you're, it fuels you to really lock in on the, on the game plan, on what you're doing, so you can go out there and, and get, a, get a victory. Do you, uh, as a Browns guy, are you embarrassed when you see them on TV and they have such low self-esteem that they feel like they have to put the word Browns on their pants so that you know who they are? You're an NFL football team, for goodness sakes. It's, have some dignity. We know who you are. They, they want to stick with the classic helmets. They don't want to throw the logo on the helmet. I get it. But what really disgusted me, and I, being from Cleveland, this this like ripped my heart out when I saw this, was the, was the parade. The 0-16, that was the most embarrassing thing that I've ever felt as a Cleveland sports fan, was that people were actually going around with signs. It, no it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was ugly, and I, I didn't, I definitely didn't appreciate that, and uh, it, yeah. It's also weird. I mean, I've said it a million times. I'll say it for the million and first to you. It's weird that they're. I get Paul Brown and all that, but their name is Browns and their hats are orange. You know. That's right out of the gate. You're asking for trouble from the football <laughs> gods when you do weird stuff like that. Touche. I, I have no answer for that one. Here's another weird one. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you my the ones I think are weird. The dolphin, now for years, he had a helmet on his head. Now yeah. he doesn't have it. Unsafe? Unsafe. What Player message safety. are we sending? <laughs> yeah. What message are we sending? Are animal cruelty? What is this? I mean, yeah, that what that he doesn't count. The dolphin doesn't matter. You know, his health, his long-term future doesn't matter. I know. I love I love Flipper growing up. So I I I personally feel for they need they might need to put the the helmet back on the dolphin. Here's the thing, though, when you look at the helmet on the old dolphin logo, his hat his helmet has an M on it. It's just like an an orange M. So he's not on the Miami Dolphins. He's on some team that has an orange M on their hat. I know that you. It's hard to find I've dolphins been, that play football. But I've been still. looking for reasons why these teams have haven't had success, and that might be it. Well, here's the ultimate. Here's the best one. I'm waiting for it. There's a city in western New York named Buffalo, after okay. the majestic beast that once roamed the plains. They, the local football team, 
is named after Buffalo Bill Cody, who tried to kill all the Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo what? Bill. Buffalo what? Bill. What, what kind of thing is that? Weird. I, I, yeah. It's so we, I love animals. I don't know why they're the, – the, the NFL needs to definitely clean that up. Travis Kelsey and or Rob Gronkowski, I'm pretty sure it's the former, is not just a friend of yours. He's I'm, a friend I'm just of Jason Kelsey's little brother. That's all I am. Is that oh, that's the, the, the cleanest that's way to am, do yeah. it? Oh, th- this is an important one to go back to where we started. Uh, worst, because you said you love your food, what is uh, the worst food to eat right after you brush your teeth? Don't rush into anything. Think about it. You can know there's several candidates. I would say anything with like citrus. So any fruits. That's a good one. Yeah. Like grapefruit juice. Yeah. Oh man, like an orange juice. And that always that always doesn't go well with me. So. You ever eat uh, sushi after you brush your teeth? <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't gotten to sushi after brush. Is that is that bad too? Is that rough? I mean, you'll probably never eat sushi again. Have you brushed your teeth? <laughs> And then like, oh, some some salmon. Oh, never again. Raw salmon, yeah. Right. Um, I've lost my card, but you know what? I don't feel like I need it. (laughs) There you go. Because I feel like we're just two we're we're just two people talking and waiting for other people to show up between us here. Whose book bag is this, anyways? That's mine. Oh, nice. I just was holding the seat. I don't know in case something. You know, I don't know. Maybe Mahomes shows up. Patty cakes. I'd love patty cakes. What do you think about that, Mahomes? So are you excited? What you saw over the past year? Yeah, without a doubt, I'm excited. He, um, he's a guy who you, his confidence is just oozing out of him, man. He he knows he he can play the game, and he knows he's a bad dude out there. Um, so it's gonna be fun, you know, getting in the huddle with some somebody else. I mean, I haven't I haven't really experienced that yet. So the the expectation of just, um, or the challenge of of going through something new and something I haven't gone through before is is definitely a cool feeling. You keep your eye on uh, you keep your eye on college football as well, or. Nah, not not huge on college football. I'll watch the highlights though. I won't sit down and watch. How the game. from what you've seen, unfair to compare him, but Mahomes versus Wentz and Goff. I mean, he's he's gonna be up there with them. Oh, what for you've... sure. I mean, I I can I can tell by just practicing and and how he conducts himself in the office. He's gonna be he's gonna be a legit quarterback can't for years to come. Can't fake that hose he's got, man. Yeah, you can't. That dude can sling it anywhere, any which way you want it. That's a good place to start for 2018. There he is, everybody. Not Rob Gronkowski, but. A lot of buzz. People are saying, even with Gronk in the league and Greg Olson and everybody else, the best tight end in all of pro football. There he is, everybody. Jason Kelsey's little brother. That's me. You're listening to Dave All right. Good stuff, 87. And uh, good stuff as well by our guy, Sean O'Hara. Big fan of his. Love hearing him uh, doing stuff now with the New York Giants and beyond. Richly deserved for the Wall of Famer. And uh, if Gronk, I mean Gronk, if uh, Kelsey. See, I confused myself there. Uh, if Kelsey plays his cards right, maybe he'll wind up on the Wall of Fame one day. No promises, though. All right, we'll be back with more Who in Applesauce for you later. Or no, not later in the week. At the start of next week as uh, as regular season draws ever closer. Until then... For Erica Tamposi and for Eddie Spaghetti and O'Hare and Travis Kelsey and everybody else, it's been a thin slice of heaven.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.